Buongiorno, everybody. This is the Brasker, and it's time for... TC and Jake. A legend of four. What'd you think about the Dak thing? Uh, what are you doing? Trying to have a good podcast. You didn't do the color thing, by the way. Yeah, I forgot it at home. Okay. I'm sorry. Trey, I, get- I apologize. Okay. Sorry, Trey. Trey does the videos now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I think probably, like, without any hyperbole. I think it's cool that his brother died. Without any hyperbole at all, save for Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's not the quarterback of the Cowboys, that it's, like, one of the most incredible sports stories of my lifetime. I mean, like, color. he wasn't undrafted. Yeah. Did you say I mean Cutler? Yeah. What, that he's... Did he bag Tommy Laren? He's just lived a hell of a life. I thought him and uh, Kristen were thinking about giving another giving another go. Boy, that's dicey, you know. And I'm not. I'm positive that Kristen Cavallari. I'm sure she has political views that everyone yeah. would agree with. Yeah, she's certainly not objecting on the grounds that I can't believe you ran off with this wench. Uh, this nat this white supremacist supremacist nationalist, but. I mean, did we ever have, like... She's also, like, a super hated person. Any details there? On what? Whether they were actually... Like, wasn't was it just, like, half a tweet of, like, now he's dating her? Like, what if he just, like, you know, got drinks one time? Just wanted to hear her out on some of her ideas. I would love to, like... I don't, don't you think it'd be wild to, like, talk to her? You know, it probably would be, but most of the time, whenever she seems to be going to get drinks, they end up poured on her. So I would want to avoid that. I don't want to get a drink poured on me. I've. I think I do. That's a good. It's a good story. You know, you well life, well lived life includes many drinks poured on you. I mean, I could do that for you. <laughs> That's a, yeah, I mean, an I, aspiration of yours. Let me drink a little more of this water. Yeah, you should. I don't want to end up with a lime end up topo. thirsty at the end. Uh, no, I, I don't remember what it was. I promised you some time ago that I would wear this shirt. Um, it's from the family reunion, reunion we had. It's got uh, the Notre Dame leprechaun on a jet ski. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's Wish, from uh, your actual family lake house? Yeah, yeah. Perry family reunion. That Perry is my mother's maiden name. Would you ever do So the, now you uh, know my security question. Yeah. I mean, untold riches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to steal your child uh, your child credit check. Oh, don't do that. Dude, big news. What? That's pretty cool. That we're getting the COVID relief bill? Yeah, not just that they're getting the COVID relief bill, but that they snuck in the most sweeping, uh, at least from a philosophical standpoint, change to American welfare since the New Deal. Now you think it's cool. You're what just was- saying that because you have kids. Yeah, but I I don't I also have a wife who not that your wife wasn't working until very recently, but we're not going to get much out of it. I mean, it's it's graduated to a point where Yeah, no, I I I double check to see what tax year we're talking about. Yeah. Which is, you know, I hate the minutia of all this and nobody cares, but it is pretty interesting that you know, they didn't we didn't get the 15 bucks, which of course because um, they can still frame that one in dishonest terms, but you yeah, it's bad, and you know you really don't like the the math currently. But I don't 
Like I, uh, my preference, a hundred, one thousand percent, in fact, would have been for them to uh, put a fifteen dollar minimum wage in this. But the the worst case scenario, or at least in the the short term, it, it can get much worse than this in the long term, is to have it as like a a popular issue to beat over the heads of the opposition. You know that that seems good, right? Yes, it does. So you got something out of it, and you got something else you can hold on to as a hammer. Like if it ends up being the thing that breaks the filibuster, which I think would be a good thing to break it over. You know, I mean, like, like yeah. again, the, the fact that it's immensely good for people and immensely popular, like that everyone understands how good it is for everyone. You know, like that's uh, that's the kind of thing that you want to run on. You know, and not to get too you know into the weeds here, but two things: one, I don't think most people know that this is happening. I don't know. It just hasn't been that. And I, I think part of the reason most people don't know that it's happening is because Republicans haven't been bitching about it, you know, because they're like, oh, shit, people might kind of like this. And the second thing is what you really got to do is get it in there in this, let people realize how awesome it is to not have to worry that if you have to quit your job, your kids are going to starve uh, and that we can totally just do that. And then, uh, you know, realize that people will be really mad if they lose it <laughs> yeah. a year later. So you may have just changed the game. One of my favorite days on, on online, mm -hmm. it happens about once every two cues. <laughs> yeah. My speak uh -huh. is when I wake up and Sarah J is trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I just remember the one people really. I, I, why do we need to say negative things about her? Yeah, well, she's just a hardworking hey. lady out there trying to do her best. It's funny because there's a certain type of internet story. It's not common, but usually you can get to some level of root cause. Basically, oh, okay, this is about Jane Slater. If you unspool it long enough, you know, or oh, okay, this is about. Bean Dad. Mm -hmm. Who are some other main characters? <laughs> you can get to the bottom of those after 10 clicks of like, oh, it's this tweet thread yeah. with Bean Dad or with something uh, wife guy. I would say that I'm frustrated that I do not feel like that is easy enough. Like, I, I don't like how much time I have to spend getting to the bottom of why people are talking about these things. Well, what I'm telling you about every time that Sarah J is trending every six months there is no reason. You can't. You can click through. You can. It can be like a fucking ball of yarn, uh, the world's biggest ball ball of yarn. You could pull on it all day. You'll never get there. Oh, I've seen all of them, bro. I've seen every one of the memes. It's uh, it's Kevin Durant post surgery. Someone saying you got to be sick as fuck to watch Sarah J. Then he just says me, and it's Kevin Durant in a hospital bed, looking sick as fuck. All right. So this person tweeted. But, bro, she's ugly. Grow up. You call the Bugatti. I don't think that's what they said. Okay, I'm not reading that. The Bugatti, the ugliest car in the world, and it wouldn't fucking matter because at the end of the day, that shit could still have a top speed of 267 <laughs> miles an hour. Do you think NBA coaches were thinking, damn, Kobe is ugly as hell, but I don't want him on my team. Come on, bro. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. And there's I'm, a million of these. There's I'm, a million just, I'm of not. Them. I'm not willing to concede that she's ugly. I think she's. You know. Well, I think it's doing all her best. Eye of the beholder, that, right? Yeah, I think that everyone is beautiful in the eyes of God. Well, here's a photo of her next to uh, Joe Camel smoking a cigarette. <laughs> so, you know, 
It's just every day, like half the tweets are. Uh, Do you use topics on Twitter? I'm going to assume you don't. No. Those Those seem dumb as hell, but would you consider introducing this as your first topic? How does it work? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to know. That shit looked dumb as hell. But uh, they, they apparently have the ability to just follow whatever people are talking about a thing. Oh, okay. So I would think yeah, that just, you know, terrible. it's just kind of like a looking for, you know, mentions of Sarah J. And then uh, just, you know, every day in your feed you could have. I mean, because you're just seeing it whenever it reaches a critical mass. There's probably someone tweeting about her every day. Like B-sides type stuff? Yeah, yeah so for you, sure. you could get there. Um, do you remember when Obama followed her? I do not. I so, mean, you know, whatever. That he's was got, the theme of like half the memes. Is, he's, uh, he's following a lot of people. And then uh, here's a uh, see Sarah J is trending me, and it's just Salt Bay smashing a tenderloin with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> he's beating the meat, Jake. Oh, man. Uh, you want to stay on Twitter.com and watch the Johnny Damon video? Oh, you know what? Speaking of, I just I haven't seen it. I just saw the uh, the little topic thing on the side over there. You haven't seen it? No, no, no. I was uh, not all that dialed in on Johnny Damon. Today. All right. Well, enjoy. Oh, a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. All right. The question was, how much did you drink? I'm I know. One. Well, I've been behind you. You've left your lane multiple times. Just say it. Okay, well, I've been behind you. You've left your lane multiple times, and you actually struck the curb at one point on Main Street. And then I the stop didn't sign back there, you stopped all the way past the stop bar, the white line on the ground, you have to stop behind it. Hey, shut your door. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Right. Stay there. Hey, stay there, sir. We got sir. a woman. Oh, they can stay see Stay back it. over there. Um, Maybe not everyone can, um, yeah. Step over there. Okay, um, The woman is the now car. getting out of the passenger oh, side. Stay in the car. Stay in the... Get Based on how she's car. moving, you would think that he's yelling, get out of the car. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling her to go in the car. Stand over here. To go in the car. Stand over here. We are right there. Get back in the car. Get back in. Get back. She's uh, again. It's, it's as if he Don't said, "Get me. as far away from the car as possible." Are one of those titties gonna pop out? No. Super close. Oh, they are. Yeah. Let's see if we get it fully. No. That's as close as you're gonna get. We are Stop! Turn around! Turn around! Turn around! Bro! Turn around! We are. Turn around! Okay, we are at home right now. I don't know what you That are house doing. is ugly Face as shit. The okay. I hate that whatever you call it, Venetian look. Get out of the I think it's right a condo. Hey, There's hey, no way it's there. Walk home. I mean maybe. Hey, secure her right now. No, no, Bat Leo. Hey babe, Bradley Leo. Home. No, babe, walk home. Bradley Leo. Hey, walk home. hey. What what are you doing right hey. now? Damn man, he's getting rough. Hey, what, what I love it. Hey, I'm gonna face the car. Hey, I think you're doing a great job, bud. It means a lot to me what you're doing for our community. Shit, dude, fourth and twenty-four. <laughs> I am just 
absolutely <laughs> heaving from the pocket. <laughs> Blue hey, Lives Matter. Hey, buddy. Blue, Blue Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Blue I'm Lives. with you. Oh, well, then, okay, sir. <laughs> Go about your way. Um, he did. Uh, uh, it's not in that particular clip, but he also said that uh, he felt he was being targeted because of his Trump support. Okay, see, that's what I saw. Yeah. Um, I could have taken the time to find that video, but uh, I didn't. No, that one's pretty good, though. But, I mean, Titty didn't pop out, but it seemed like as low as those were, and as there was a little tussle there, there was a possibility. I mean, go back on your own time. I think that if you pause it at the right moment, it's not out, but, you know, you'll be able to work with that. I'll probably be busy with Sarah J. A little J. bad Sarah J combo. <laughs> you we can, we can get the, the total, job done. Total truth. It could be a little appetizer for the main course. <laughs> You know, let's not rule it out. Who knows how you're going to be feeling in a couple hours? Man, that's a main course. I'm not sure you can have an appetizer. For more. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you don't. You know what I mean? Like there's certain. I do, you don't, I do know what you mean. You know, certain things. I mean, it's just, a 24 you know round you got, steak. You gotta you know, go I, in hungry. <laughs> I don't need a bunch of green beans. Did you hear that uh, Milo Yananananananopoulos uh, is ex gay now? Oh, he's what? Ex-gay. Okay, that's cool. He's joined uh, your church. My church. He's Catholic now. Oh, well, big ups. I mean, I could see why you would do it. Now's the time. It's an incredible we story. We are, after all, back on top. You are back on top. You survived the Rose Garden. Um, so this is an excerpt from an interview he gave. And he's being, this is just insane. And we, I saw, saw someone saying this morning, like, don't even amplify this story. But it's too funny because it includes the term ex-gay as mm -hmm. if that's how sexuality works. Milo was asked about uh, his conversion. Because that's why he's being praised. He, like, embraced conversion therapy. Okay. He said, the guy I live with has been demoted to housemate, which hasn't been e easy for either of us. It helps that I can keep him uh, in Givenchy and a new Porsche every year. Could be worse for him, I guess. Can he? I don't know where this dude's money comes from. I have no idea. Um, he's counting his days, as, in, as he says, an effective bulwark against sin. The last 250 days, I've only slipped once, uh, once, which is better than I predicted I would do. He's talking about having sex with his boyfriend here. Yeah. Not a drug addiction. Uh, yeah, it's fucking 30 days without sucking a dick. <laughs> God, <Jeez>. God willing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> And so, yeah, now he's like, I searched this, of course, this morning. That's amazing. And uh, just God, looked at all great. the... It's got to honestly be a paycheck. But, like, there are prominent evangelicals who are, like, you know, he's a beacon of hope. He, he shows that, you know, you can actually... You can convert. But wrapped in there is, you know, the very godly message of, at least I can keep my housemate here by buying him these clothes and these expensive cars every year. Yeah. Which is what the church is about in addition to conversion, I'm sure. Not ours, dude. Well. Ours is about God. But not all. There's some other stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Supreme we, Court. We do also like the saints. <laughs> um. For real though, like I, I guess this is more of a Thursday topic, but I, I, I'm seriously after reading you know three or four articles about it, like blown away on this uh, this child uh, this child credit thing. Like I, I seriously don't think most people, if you ask them right now, know that like they very soon could start receiving six hundred dollars a month 
um, if they make less than even like 75K if they have two kids. Like that's the most direct, you know, I guess we would call it welfare, but benefit that we've, you know, this shit has not been popular in my entire lifetime. That's for sure. Yeah, no, uh, non, uh, so what, what is the structure of the program? I'm, I'm going to admit to not knowing the details of, uh, of what's passed. Okay. I pulled it, uh, I had it here the other day and they, of course, as the New York times will do starts with a, um, an anecdote about somebody who lost, uh, it's $300 up to $300 per child. And two hundred and fifty for those over five. And is it is it done through like tax credit shenanigans? No. Okay. I don't think that it is. I think it's direct. Okay. That's the thing. It's going to be checks, monthly yeah. checks. Yeah. Uh, no. I just, I think that they were talking like well, whatever they were talking about monthly checks. They were talking about it like as a prorated future, like advance on your tax credit that you were going to receive. It was. A whole messy business. I don't think that's how it ended up passing. Well, that that would be great. I'm excited to learn more about this after we're done <laughs> See, talking about it. That's what I'm trying it. to tell you. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that you know, I mean, pretty much in our life, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have like clear memories of welfare reform or the debate around it. I was probably like six, something like that. Boy, I do. <laughs> yeah, dude, because I've told you before, like that was a my big... family didn't pay attention to politics. Oh well. Yeah, we had enough paying attention. Now there were, it was really kind of more of the. There's always one guy who's the the siren song of the family to really, hey everyone, look at how cool it is over here. This work I'm doing with Freedom Works and Dick Army, mm-hmm. and that just sort of flows through everyone else's, you know, belief, which a big part of it was welfare, and that was not even ex- obviously because Clinton passed it. It wasn't like it was an ex- exclusively Republican idea. The welfare queen, the value of work, all this bullshit that basically just means make sure we can't give people enough money to live now that we've put them in this situation at the late stages of this hellscape. But I do remember it. And I probably thought I was like, yeah. But I was just saying it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And uh, so, you know, since then, I don't believe that there's been any kind of substantial amount of cash from the government that wasn't sort of some sort of uh, tax credit nonsense. So just to be clear here, it says, though framed, this is from the Times reporting, though framed in a technocratic, in technocratic terms as an expansion of an existing tax credit is essentially a guaranteed income for families with children, child allowances that are common in other rich countries. That's good. And I mean, you know, uh, if, if you are not a person who like receives it, obviously the people who are most excited are the people who, you know, are going to get like a ton of money. But a uh, way of thinking about this, and I understand how this is not uh, the same as like getting presents on Christmas in terms of uh, levels of excitement, but uh, we are all going to live in this world together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if the guy who broke into my house has had a tax credit whenever he was growing up, who knows where we could have been. Of course, that's the point. That's the point of any, that's the point of the basic, if you're doing well financially, yet still don't have... Uh, you know, regressive views, especially when it comes to economics. That's why the shit, when you're growing up and people are like, yeah, which wait till you have a little money, you'll come over. I'm like, what if I'm just not a shitty person when it comes to caring about the outcomes of other people's lives? And if even if I do want to be kind of a shitty person and frame it of how it'll make it better for me, pick. You have options. 
Yeah, no, I um, I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, and I donate all of it to the IRS. <laughs> half IRS, half IRA. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Um, yeah, anything been going on with that? <clears throat> was that in the COVID relief act? Funding the IRA? No, I don't well, think just it was. The reunification? No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. But, I, uh, I assume you saw the uh, Irish Times lead on the Oprah interview. Uh, it was, was sent it, to uh, me a lot there of times. There are, or were you, what was it? The, the clown thing. No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't get the Can, same level of <laughs> <laughs> Irish editorial content that you do. Dude, by the way, my fucking arm is incredibly sore <laughs> i know dude it's bad like i don't feel bad i kind of felt a little funky last night but it was about I can, 24 hours i can feel it in like my shoulder blade yeah no <laughs> like, I, I did not feel bad it was just that my arm did fucking hurt I mean, and like izzy would hit it a couple times and I'm like, like rubbing like, that like, is a sharp geez, pain that's uh that's yeah. a tough one <laughs> um yeah here you go Having a monarchy next door is a little like having a neighbor who's really into clowns and has a house dabbed in clown murals, displays clown dolls in each window, and has an insatiable desire to hear about and discuss clown-related news stories. More specifically for the Irish, it's like having a neighbor who's really into clowns and also, your grandfather was murdered by a clown. (laughs) It's like if Jack Handy wrote the... (laughs) It is. Yeah. He had some inspiration there for sure. Uh, that, that, that That is what it's like. Hearing the uh, the monarchy, did you uh, did you watch the interview? I did. It's pretty good. You know, I was. It fell into one of those deals of you know, and I'm sure some people get pissed off if we do it on the show, but we don't really have like e news. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like you know, the musers just have such a longer show; they can do like different stuff. And I thought the station did e news. Well, I'm just you know what I mean. We don't, I don't oh. have a space to discuss these things, and I didn't really want to make it like the whole one thirty news. Um, but it's kind of just like that zeitgeist thing of, well, shit, if, if this is what everybody's making memes about, I want to watch it. Even yeah. if I do not care at all and almost more than don't care and really put off by the entire concept, as we've said, as I've said many yeah, times. Yeah, of course. But I felt like the point of the interview was like, it was the most anti-royal interview ever given by a royal, you yeah. know? Um, so I, you know, it's, it's got something in there for people who don't like the entire thing. And I know that, uh, your, uh, your wife was, uh, in solidarity with me and having interest in this. Oh yeah. Cause she also listened to all the princess Diana podcasts. Yeah. I was getting like, uh, liner notes. The parallels are creepy. I don't need the, I'll, let me just watch this. That was wild. Uh, Markle talking about, uh, her, uh, mom being like, did Diana ever give me interviews? And she'd be like, Yes. <laughs> there was a notable time you know about that one like that she was like sneaking him in yeah it was uh the guy who did michael jackson too right yes yeah i forgot his name uh martin bashir martin bashir boy he had a minute and he he's i think that the investigation is open currently because how he got her to do the interview was that he showed her checks like uh you know financial documents proving that it was members of her royal staff that were being paid by the tabloids like it was a check mm. with like names of her staff talking about and some old money being cut by like the sun or something like that um but uh it came out later he uh fabricated those documents that's what i thought they uh they were not real documents yeah he's disgraced journalist martin bashir the uh for sure i think it was an itv interview 
Or no, he was he's on ITV now, but it was it was Panorama on the the BBC that uh, he did the interview. So the BBC is investigating to see. I don't know if that resolved itself or not. I mean, it was a hot case. It's been. <laughs> I mean, it was. I, I don't want to say that. Like, I I don't know for sure because like the Crown was also a big deal. But uh, I think it was the you're wrong about. Like, they mentioned that in it, and people were kind of, like, in the way that, like, the point of that podcast is to, like, take pieces of history that people sort of glossed over and be like, wait, no, this is pretty fucked up. And after that episode ran, the BBC was like, yeah, we're going to look into this. They're right. It's fucked up. Well, while that is an accomplishment for a podcast it strikes me as a bit hilarious that some of these uh investigative podcasts will get people out of jail or murder solved and you're wrong about just kind of gets people to look into how that big princess die interview actually (laughs) came to be whatever dude (laughs) no need that's about perfect pointless point that's right with uh yeah like just the other day i was talking to my boyfriend and he he didn't even know sia was uh australian (laughs) okay you know what Kristen's right dude no don't i don't you say it (laughs) i i'm done that's all i was gonna say (laughs) Um, no, I, I, I loved like just, I, cause I didn't know anything about this interview until Sunday night when everyone was tweeting about it. I but, think I saw like a week long lead up or maybe it was more like months ago during the bidding. Okay. For like how it was going to happen on what outlets yeah, see, I, and networks. I think I saw like an Oprah clip the day before. It was like, I wonder, like in my head without doing any work at all, it was like, I wonder when that will happen. And then the next day, everyone was tweeting about it enough that I was like, oh, I guess it's happening now. And then I went and found it. But uh, just the the intensity with which people focused on it, it kind of feels like we're uh, moving on a bit at this point. But uh, just your words were echoing in my head that uh, it's just so good to have Trump gone. There's no way that we could all just stop and talk about Meghan effing Markle. Like, there was so much of this was going on. I mean, I guess this is probably, like, the biggest part of, like, this story. But this story's been unfolding for a while. And it was not getting this whenever it was just, like, they've left England to go to Canada. So the great thing about Trump is that he's hilarious and very entertaining. The bad thing... But I need some variety. The ba- exactly. Yeah. The bad thing is you just get too much of a homogenous cultural it's like i'm trying to tell my day. wife i just need some variety sarah J is not not going to be trending today <laughs> if trump wins that's all i mean i know she's trended before probably under trump but that was also probably because obama followed her <laughs> it's different rules he's just gobbling it up i mean no pun intended so no but i was i was confused like i you know i don't know uh I, am i a dummy for like interfacing with the uh, the substance of this whole deal but it seemed like her primary, like that all of it boils down to the security for their son and then the security for them subsequently, right? Like that's the, that's the substantial thing. Like it's fucked up that they're running these stories and then refusing to deny them. And uh, that, you know, she's, I'm sure that that's what like kind of contributed to the, the suicidal feelings mm-hmm. because, you know, whatever. Uh, of course, this podcast doesn't take Piers Morgan seriously, but it just seemed like crazy for me to, for, for him to claim that uh, surely she wasn't feeling suicidal because to me, that's like a textbook. I mean, we've talked about it before. Um, these are thoughts that have popped up into my head over the course of my life. And uh, the pattern I've noticed is that universally it's a, uh, it's a control thing. Like whenever I do not feel like I have other options in my life, it's comforting that whenever you're like, well, 
you do have that one. You, yep. you could always do that, and that's entirely you. You know, like it's it's your thing. And so, if I was in a situation where like I didn't feel like I could leave the house, I wanted you know some defense, some pushback, uh, and like they were just flatly saying no. And then I said I want to go like get help, and they were like, "Yeah, that's a bad look for us. Fuck no." Like that. Then it's just like what what role do I have in my own life? If you're asking that question and not finding a substantial answer, I I think that most people in that case would would feel suicidal. So I, you know, that stuff's important, like all that. But I, I think that her like, but her big thing, like beyond that, was like what we actually care about is we want our son to be protected, and you're telling him he can't be protected. And, and I didn't even really get all that. We'll like see, they're la- they're relying on some arcane deep in the book rule. From like nineteen, I don't know. I think that they were. I I thought that she was saying that the rule, like the convention, made it pretty clear that he was, or that at least whenever the queen dies, that he's like clearly part of. I the think that protected was part, and then yeah. but they were trying to be like, yeah, but does that have to apply now to him? Okay. Um, but the the point, like, whenever I started thinking about like, well, why do they have security? Like, cause, because, you know, someone like Trump having security, it's obvious enough. Like, he has a role in the culture where a lot of people are going to be mad. And, like, people are mad about the existence of the royal family, but, like, Prince Harry is not, like, a political figure. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think you've got, you don't need that many people who just have an anarchist strain about them that see them as not political, but as a symbol of the state. As a I, beloved I symbol of the state. I wouldn't identify that as the primary risk they're facing. What I would identify as the primary risk they're facing is that they're a member of a rich family who controls a lot of things, and thus a kidnapping of them would likely be fairly fruitful. Yeah, that's and true. If that's the point of the security, then like, are you telling me that if someone kidnapped Archie right now, that it would be chill? Like, they'd just be like, ah, eh, you know, let him do what you're going to do with him. It's out of our hands. So if that's if that's not the case, if you think that you would in fact uh, pay whatever ransom is required to get back this tiny fucking baby, you gotta call Denzel. Then then I think you might want to do the security, and then whenever they pull it from Harry, like you're telling me, if the Queen's fucking grandson gets kidnapped, that they're just gonna be like, oh, you know, it's out of our hands. Uh, he said he wasn't in the family. Flip side of that though is, if they did have a Secret Service like detail, which I assume in that situation they're not leaving the country. They're not leaving the country to live, is what I'm saying. They'll still go through the Commonwealth, but yeah. Um, I feel like she would probably also feel pretty suffocated by that. So maybe you're choosing a least bad option for how you're going to feel. Because that's the other thing too. Is enough? Of course, I, you, you wonder <clears throat> to some extent if she's still in the if they're all still in the family if they just fucking treat the kid with the same respect that they do the other kids. They probably are still in, but I just didn't get the sense that she really was feeling the whole setup. Like there was going to be no. falling out one way or the other. I see. I don't. I think that she wasn't feeling the setup. I think that if they had made like obvious concessions, that uh, yeah, it's tough to say because they never even tried. You know, I don't think anyone would have been like happy and like this is all everything we wanted. But it's better than what they were in. You know, that is the acceptable. immediate Dan response. Though is didn't. Didn't she know what this was going to be like? 
I mean, of, don't you? I mean, you, I would think it, it kind of feels like when you're watching one, The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah. And Sorry. then, well, just like later, you hear, like, it's tough because you don't know what they actually ever talk about. But reality show uh, relationships always feel like, boy, did you guys not? I mean, shit, I've even had buddies who've gotten divorced and they're telling me, like, why? And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't discuss any of this beforehand. Yeah. You didn't ask any questions about how this specific thing was going to play out. And that's kind of, I guess, I what you could she say. I liked <laughs> Jesus. That's kind of what you could say about her is just like, I mean, I guess you don't know you're in love. You don't know what it's going to be like till you're in it. But I would think you would stop and be like, so like, am I really never getting my keys back? <laughs> like, I'm just not going to have a license now? Like, that seems like it could be a bit suffocating. A bit isolating. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the Diana thing's a long time ago. You'd like to hold out hope that everyone learned some <laughs> lessons from that. Clearly, they didn't. But, uh, you know, it's possible. I, I like to give people the benefit of a doubt. Um, and then, uh, you know, you don't want to be like... I think that everyone has... Some people are realists about this topic, of course. But I think that most people, like, at base, would prefer not to make decisions about that kind of thing. Like, about love based on someone's family versus them. Like... it's a pretty significant family. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, and... I mean, I guess they, they are still married and everything, but... You know, she she pretty much divorced. Like she pretty much got a divorce. You know what I mean? Like not from him, but from them. I didn't know about her. I didn't know her dad went on Piers' show. That's a tough break, man. Yeah, you gotta lock that scene down. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably not what somebody who's been through. Like, what are you doing there, Dad? Like, what's the point of that? Like, if you really feel like you need to reach out to her and say, like, hey, I really feel like we're drifting apart. He's in the Johnny Manziel's dad hall of fame of great dads. Dude, kind of. Like, where's Wright Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure he gets this this quote clean. She's going to die if I don't uh, see her get help. Like, Maybe he'll be included in the, uh, the Teddy Perkins, uh, that Atlanta episode when he's talking about the... It's going to be a hall to great dads, like the man who dropped Emilio Estevez off in the beginning of the breakfast club. <laughs> What's he getting out of that? He's on TV, dude. Okay, he gets, but... He to talk to Piers Morgan. That's a really, really small payout. Ooh, Blue Jay. For, uh, I mean, have you ever seen someone that splotchy up close? Their dad did not look like he was doing well either. It just was a tough, super tough scene on that entire set. And then the, the, I felt like his shit had to be planned too. Pierce? Yeah. Like I don't he, know. I think he I knew. I think he was pretty legitimately frustrated they weren't but just then being deferential and letting him talk. But then you like, doesn't he have like something else he's already announced he's going to be a part of or something? Like another know. venture? I'm glad I will be able to, because before I watched the interview, I did put on, like just to get myself in the headspace. This is uh like I'm trying to think of the things that you do like in this vein of just like kind of yeah I mean I you know I said as well as I can get in the headspace I put on a 10 minute clip of Piers reacting to the preview like it it hadn't the episode was airing <laughs> was airing as it was going on so I couldn't see what he thought about it then oh, no <laughs> Jake dropped the mic um I don't feel like mine's is anchored yeah no it's it's not ideal we'll be fine um 
But yeah, yeah, just him going on, like the the angle that he was going on, and this was uh, well, the preview's like a minute, right? He's got a t- <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, no, but he, but he talked for much longer than the preview. Um, he's just going in on. I don't understand why they think that they're the only people in the world who get only positive press coverage. Like that was the point of the interview of like, how come we don't only get positive press coverage? I think what she was saying, Pierce, is that she was thought she was going to kill herself soon. Yeah. And that they told her that she could not seek help for it. That seems to me like an entirely different issue yeah. from whether or not uh, they're getting positive press coverage. Yeah. I mean, like, the press is obviously a large part of this. Like, the, you know, it's, it's these stories about, like, uh, making Kate Middleton cry that, like, become the problem. But uh, if, if those were reacted to by everyone around there by being like, this is a terrible, like, we hate this leak as much as you hate this leak, and we're going to do everything that we possibly can, including going out and denying it directly, uh, leading a full investigation into who this was. You know, like, if they're, if they're reacting with the same horror that she is, the press isn't the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, it, it's not, the whole situation's not a problem. But final thing about your thing of uh, didn't you know what was coming um, I mean, like, even after watching this interview, I have no idea what it's like to be in her situation. You know, like, don't you think that if you ever did, uh, if you uh, used your third wish on, I just want to be Meghan Markle for one day. Um, what were the first two? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know. I was about to say, I don't feel like those have come in yet. Um, Sarah J is trending. <laughs> first wish is, can Sarah J get trending? <laughs> Um, yeah, and so, uh, like, don't you think that that would be a mind-blowing experience where you'd be like, man, I watched that interview, but I guess I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I, uh, you could say, like, didn't you know what you're getting into? But, like, no one could possibly know. I mean, it, it doesn't look good, you know? Like, you are right that, like, the general direction is, like, shouldn't you be concerned? And it turns out she should have. But, uh, you know. I think it also, well, I mean, obviously the headline was about the skin tone and color of the baby indeed the only thing about that and a p1 pointed this out to me who listened to you're wrong about also and was like you know i listened to this entire podcast and it seems like it's pretty much exactly the same as diana so i don't know how much that really plays into it or not i mean but they so i hear them uh it's true that they've got I like do, I, I don't know if this matters but he is a black guy who emailed me okay it was like i just don't think this has anything to do with with what she's talking about yeah so i you know i, I think that both things can be true i think that they can have like negative treatment of like people who join the family um and i think that they also like it's not the exact same as diana because whenever diana had two kids both of them got full yeah you know titles and uh, security like that's the difference like every time someone in Meghan Markle's situation has had a child they got full titles and security and now the second that you have one that has even so much as one drop they're like eh, I don't know I wonder how much of that would have been an American thing too though American Canadian that's a great question I don't know I mean I don't like them so I would imagine they don't have a great opinion of me nah but we're pretty good we got Waffle House we do and they're, you know, nobody has to dunk on British food. Everyone knows it's awful. Yeah. Although. I don't even know what it, what is it. I mean, it's a bunch of baked beans for breakfast. <laughs> That's what it seems to be. Although I will fuck with some mayonnaise and french fries on you. 
Ugh. I don't order it with yeah. it. But if I get, you know, if I have a burger and I unapologetically love mayonnaise, I like the different types of mayonnaise too. I like where mayonnaise is. You no, know, I've noticed a lot of white people like it. You know, I don't care. I'm the, the it may be the the whitest thing about me other than my actual uh, skin color is my love for mayonnaise. I'll get it on burgers every time. But I'll take it French sriracha. fries, I can't do Garlic it. Garlic aioli. I've never asked for it on French fries, but, you know, sometimes if you really get douched up with mayonnaise. Yeah, like if something fell out of my burger, I dabby would, dab, I would kind of wipe it off <laughs> of the fry, even if it fell directly onto the fry. Oh, I've actually taken a bun. This is just like, just ask for mayonnaise, but I don't want to do that. Because I don't want people to think I'm British. So I've actually removed the bun and been like, there's a lot of mayonnaise on here and scooped a little fry on the burger. Oh, God. Yeah, that sounds gross. Uh, well, the problem is... Do like poutine. See, do like poutine. I'm not a huge fan. And well, I might have just ordered the wrong... Because like, the place we went to was almost like a, a fussy poutine place that had like... 30 different recipes. I don't have a problem with that. I don't... But you're more likely you to strike... you talking about the one in Austin? Montreal. Okay, because the one in Austin where we did the uh, live show—that's right. From, I, didn't, uh, I don't Haymaker. think I got any. It was fucking great. It was great. But if you go to a fussy one, there you're more likely to be like, like they had one that was like Mexican poutine that had like ground beef and uh, like sour cream. Basically, it was a taco. On. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. That actually sounds good. But just the straight brown gravy and cheese curds—that's the problem. I don't love brown gravy. I would say that's the best application of brown gravy. And probably, I, I like brown gravy, all right. I, I mean, I prefer the uh, the cream. Dude, I had I ate so much goddamn cream gravy this weekend. Yeah, Just yeah, straight biscuits, gravy, scrambled eggs, extra gravy both times. Okay, just the happiest I could possibly be eating food. Like you guys made it there, or got a got a little brunch. Yeah, that, dude. I mean, that, you want to tell much, us about Wimberley? There's not much to it. It's just a nice place. I, uh, you understand that you have full support here of relocating the podcast to that area at any time, right? Yeah, I do, and I'm you know we'll we'll in a heartbeat, dude. Uh, what's what was this quote? Um, stay tuned, the reckoning is coming or something. I don't know. I just want to give like an ominous Papa John's quote that actually doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I dude, mean, we should have played that audio. You could probably still pull it up. Yeah, I'm sure I can. I mean, I like. I saw there, the, there the has short to be a clip. Full clip that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Okay. I haven't seen it yet, and you know we got a podcast tomorrow. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I just feel like if it was this out one's there, 52 seconds. I mean, I just you know I figure that it's not like Own is trying to hide their segments. No, but also as someone pointed out, their channel does always look like a uh, like a, a high school TV one type yes. <laughs> production. So I don't. One of the yeah, one of the videos that we've seen while looking for the Papa John's thing. It's the two women in sports bras that eat the ghost pepper and then like start coughing and screaming. And uh, the title of it is "Not Saying the N Word for an Entire Minute Challenge." <laughs> that's uh, but a, that's Papa John Papa trying to John. get trying to go through it. Yeah, this is, I mean, I mean, he obviously just misspoke. Like, yeah, I, think I do want to hear the entire interview. I'll see if I can find the whole thing. But like the thing that people were focusing on, like I understood his point. I think that everyone else can too. Like he was just trying to say that he doesn't say that word. Like, I don't know, dude. 
it is fucked up that like they kicked him out of the entire company. Yeah, but you he know what that, that is, as though. an example. That's I people do. just they wanted him. That's a I know that's a Capone. But like, I then I want to hear about the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, is it? There's a wide range of possibilities for what could be the reasons why they jumped on that opportunity. One of them is he was terrible at running the business, and they were pretty sure that they could all make more money if they kicked him out. In which case, he's running a business. It's what, you know, I mean, like, it happens. Another one is, like, that fucking, it's all personal bullshit of, like, you know, he didn't give me a Christmas card whenever I thought that I deserved it, like, or, uh, you know, his wife said something uh, to slight my wife. And so I'm going to get that motherfucker. And now finally, here's my chance. Uh, That's I'm just saying just business. <laughs> but the, but then, I'm, a, then I would uh, say that he got screwed over. If someone's trying to take out a personal beef, which I mean, that probably is what he's trying to intimate with the, yeah, the famous, no doubt. Uh, you know, the, the, more is more to come. You guys watch this space. The day of reckoning is coming. Okay. But third thing though, and you didn't I have know, been watching this space by continuing to subscribe, subscribe to him on TikTok. <laughs> That's the only reason I want to figure that platform out. So uh, bad at business, one reason, um, possible personal vendetta, slights, and revenge games going back and forth second. But also, and I haven't tried it yet, they didn't release the Papadilla until he was out. So he may have been standing in the way of the Papadilla. I could see why he on would, the grounds, dude, it sucks. Uh, On the grounds of just not spreading ourselves too thin here, you know? Yeah. That's the thing is that, very few businesses are able to provide so many items away from their core product and keep the core product reputable and respectable. And I, I mean, think that's uh, what the Papa was trying to say whenever he ate 30 pizzas you know? in 30 it's days. It's like whenever uh, Ray Kroc walks up to McDonald's and they're selling uh, fried chicken with a biscuit. Right. He's like, what Let's the focus fuck is in this? here. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think it's also kind of sad. Like, uh, I don't know what his relationship with the company is anymore. I assume it to be non-existent entirely. It seems adversarial. Okay, so it would be, uh, <laughs> what does Norm say? That relationship ended without amicability. <laughs> About the man-grate. <laughs> About what? The man-grate. I've sent you that video when Norm uh, McDonald first launched his podcast. And podcasts were like first starting. Okay. It was a oh, video yeah, podcast. Yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about Norm <laughs> no, no, no. Hitchkiss. So like, he had like an 80-pound grill crate. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, see, it cooks chicken, steak. That's was, not that unique. <laughs> he was advertising a product that he seemed to be openly confused about the pick existence it up, of. Like, oh, it's and, so uh, heavy. It weighs a lot of It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is this? Anyways, I guess buy it. That's a phrase I use a lot in my personal life now. At the end, he's asked about the uh, the yeah, campaign. What and they're happened like, to the man he's like, well, that relationship ended without amicability. <laughs> <laughs> so given that that Papa John's relationship ended without amicability, uh-huh. I think it's like borderline sad that he still wears his red button up in every single interview like it's yeah. so tied to his personal brand <laughs> like he t- it doesn't have the pompa john's logo but it has like his signature where the <laughs> yeah. logo would go yeah and- like he clearly looked at the shirt that he'd worn every single day since 1976 <laughs> which by the way he absolutely was wearing whenever he and i met um and uh it was like I well, what do i do now yeah. and you know it's like well what if we like kind of chip off the logo but do like my signature yeah and you remember when he first gave the the day of reckoning is is coming 
he had a Papa John style shirt that just said Jeff Baseball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on the chest because yeah. for a long time Brick had me in his phone as Jeff Baseball. Which, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, then, then, you know, I th- it, it sounds like no matter what I say, you're thinking Sarah J. Um, what makes me horny about the Jeff Baseball shirt <laughs> is that uh, the, uh, I mean, I I don't think that OnlyFans was prominent at the time, but uh, someone you would now describe as an OnlyFans model had uh, just did like a photo shoot of like a, a you know, one piece swimsuit, but it's the Jeff Baseball shirt. Jesus. I need to see that. I showed it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have remembered. I I don't know how you would have forgot. It would be like uh it would be like if you were disgraced, released from a sports team and still went to card shows like wearing your your uniform. Like dude, you you got to get a different look than just that red shirt. But who knows? Maybe he th- kind of thinks it's his, you know, MAGA E type brand. I'm trying to go through all of my uh, my bookmarks to uh, find. I don't even it. know the difference between a bookmark and a like. I mean, uh, bookmarks people can't see, but and they're essentially the same. I mean, it's just it's like just I, I use it so that I like the likes. There's a lot of stuff I like that isn't like uh, I need to go back and find this later. The bookmarks is just specifically for I need to go back and find this later, and I can't find the picture I was talking about, but I do got this clip. My favorite moment was when we realized this little two-foot-tall green guy is Yoda. Mm. <laughs> I, I, yeah. just, I just sat back in my chair and said, hello. <laughs> oh, boy. This, this is one bad little two-foot guy. <laughs> A real it's, uh, way with words. They're, they're, they're selling the Star Wars VHSs on QVC. <laughs> Not QVC'd? Uh, what do you mean? What what joke is that referring to that I don't oh, know about? Oh, uh, I probably just got a little too into the the group chat there. Okay. Top seed in QVC. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember now. Okay. Which is, speaking of the group chat. Yeah, it's... I think... Uh, semen sold through a television platform. <laughs> no. Non-fund, non-fungible token semen... Sold on t- on cable television. Yes, yeah, so you know that it's it's one of one. Right. Uh, that's that was so weird. I think it might have been Monday morning when I woke up and there were a couple texts in the chat from the boys about knowing the the skin tone of the baby, but I had not seen the interview yet. Uh huh. And had not really been online Monday morning because we were still on vacation. I watched some of the All Star Game Sunday night, and I was like, I don't even know how to respond to this. Without knowing that, it was such an uncomfortable line that I'm like, I don't even know how to how to ask what this is about. Am mm-hmm. I supposed to know this? I'm not going to out anybody specifically, yeah. but I was like, I, I'm going to put my phone up. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I got it. I thought it was good. There's been a lot of, a lot of great... Great lines in the group chat recently. Josh saying he lost because of his feet was exceptional. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's, when, it's a private group chat. I yeah, don't wanna, that's right. But <laughs> so one day we'll just read the whole thing. Yeah, I feel like doing it. And I don't know if I'll be putting this headset on again. 
that was a great idea that you guys had for making Rangers games. So what? I just can't. I can't stop saying it to myself because you know what it was last night was somebody. Somebody took the uh, the the image of Myers Leonard with the pit viper glasses on and his gaming headset and just put the full Tom Brennan quote next to it. You talking about pit viper sunglasses? Yeah. Are those the kinds that uh, first responders wear? Yeah. What about third? <laughs> I just think he wouldn't respond. That's a it's a come town. Yeah. Ad for yeah. People who don't understand what we're talking about, listen to the podcast Come Town. It's very popular. It is kind of funny though. Like without getting too specific here, you hear about Andrew Cuomo using a dinosaur grabber. Um. Hey, stop. It is I hadn't thought of, about those grabbers in forever. Sorry, no, I haven't either. <laughs> and you'd squeeze the deal and its mouth would open. Yeah, and a little pinchy. Does, does a little, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I always get a little bit uncomfortable whenever there is a, a slur or racist. Uh, that's certainly the word's not cancellation. But whenever something like that comes to the forefront and you see the reaction from a lot of people and I always get queasy because you'll see you'll see a word used. Let's let's not even use this one for now. Like you'll see a word used, and people be like, "Will be like, uh, I've never even actually heard somebody say that." And I'm not talking about like the main ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I heard that my whole life." Like yeah. whether it was locker room from a coach from a. Not that far removed family member. Preacher. Huh? <laughs> not never. Not never. Yeah. And so the one that Myers Leonard not a, used. Not a lot of slurs in uh, the Plano area. I heard. Uh, I don't want to say none, but. I just saw so many people being like, boy, that's an off the board slur. Like that's not even one that I. Like, I you don't know what be, you're talking about. Really? No. What, oh, okay. What am, you can't play it. So okay. Myers Leonard was on. Um, of course, a video game stream. Hell yeah. Because that's what, uh, that's where most of the toxicity comes from. Julian Edelman wrote a letter to him. That's because I believe Julian Edelman is of Jewish descent. Okay. Okay. So it's, uh, uh, a uh, word that Ryan, it's a, it's a K word. Yeah, okay. I, I guess I don't didn't understand the context, but I, I learned this week, probably relatedly, that uh, that's a, it's an American invention, not a, not a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't even... I, didn't I thought know, that was interesting trivia. I didn't know that either, and I didn't know where it came from, but I, I know... I don't think that... Like, we don't seem especially focused. Europe seems to have more problems. By and large. With uh, Jewish people or yeah, with racism I'm, in general? Because I think both are probably true. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was referring specifically to Jewish people. Yeah, um, yeah. that seems... So the fact that we have our own... I would have... I would, if you'd asked me before, are there any specifically American slurs for Jewish people? I would have said no. And I don't know... But I'm wrong. Uh, I have no idea what I'm it means. I'm learning a lot every day. From Myers Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um... But that's, you know, again, it just makes you feel really icky whenever you, when you see people talking about something and it's a lot of people and your experience does not seem to be the same as theirs. Mm -hmm. Like them kind of doing the, I mean, this is just so, no one even, you, no one's, I've never heard this word in my life. And I'm like, me neither. (laughs) Yeah. Never heard it. What all I'm hearing is that you're not from Watauga. 
No, it's not that. It's more just uh, old country folk who mm -hmm. like slurs. Yeah. And sometimes are, you know. Do you have any specific memories of like context? Uh, some of it is jokes and some of it would be um, you would, they would almost, I, I've heard people use that word while like speaking about, you know, did a family member ever explain to Josh Lewin how copper wire wasn't invented? <laughs> Dude, I can't, I still can't believe that happened <laughs> on the air on the, and he just kind of rolled with it. I mean, I'm sure okay. there's a pretty good chance right. he was upset about it and just wanted to keep the peace. You no, but so? like I've heard people, I don't know. I kind of, I feel like the social pressure in that situation is that get bow he, up he know well just he knows what like he knows that guy like he i don't think I, I would be surprised if his opinion of his like long time play-by-play -play partner was based on one sentence you know like no I, he, yeah he either liked him or didn't like him based on the thing uh, based on you know everything else but that and the way that guy started that it did seem like they were pretty good friends yeah my point is just i guess what i'm saying is i've heard people use that word whenever they're either doing jokes or uh stereotypes and they just replace the word jewish mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. they just actually so that's how i've heard people use it is just the same way that you would hear people do different types of race jokes uh or race you know yeah slander, and they just uh, use the slur instead priest of and a rabbi walk into a bar right yeah and that's yeah, how yeah. so that's like how i've heard yeah so but it does feel weird whenever you're like boy i think i might have just like heard things more than other some other people heard i don't recall hearing my, that word once in my childhood so you're in the clear dude <laughs> you i'm not bragging i'm just <laughs> you're talking about your experience and saying about how you felt like it might like you're realizing it might have been unique i was trying to provide supporting evidence all right sarah j only going to be trending for a little while longer um that's it for the night. The high about. school special is back, so until tomorrow. We'll Everyone has been a part of this one. I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.